Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Sheets. We are your hosts, Chad and Jeanette, and today we're giving you the dirty truth about charging convenience fees. Welcome back. It's Chad Ever with a key to unlocking your full potential. Our partnership program is your learning hub where continual education meets done-for-you content. Ready to level up? Our partnership program is the launch pad for serious earnings. We're not just talking about income, we're talking about creating wealth with your skills. Tap the link in our bio and explore how each program is designed to unlock a different aspect of your potential. YOLO! <laughs> What's I going don't... on, homie? I don't know why I have to get into the mic that close. You know, um, it actually, it cuts out. It's like, no, too loud. And it just cuts you out, so. It's like, nope, right. not today, Junior. Yeah. Um, um. <laughs> so it's an interesting day. Uh, we've gotten a few emails from some uh, from some folks uh, and some posts on Facebook asking um, about what we're going to talk about today. And the interesting thing is this topic's been around for a bit. It's yeah. not brand new, um, but um, it's coming back around. It's coming back around because one yeah. of the major suppliers of booking software um, made a made an update and sent communication out. So most people who are using Massage Book have already gotten this email. Right. Um, there's a couple. Well, and they're not. It's not the only company that does it. No. Like it's not the only company that says, you know, basically and pass the convenience fee onto your clientele. But Massage Book happens to be the one that I'm getting notifications from and also communications as well as you are from some of our students where it's like, what is this? Like, should I do this? Is this like, why would I do this? And that's what we're here to talk about. Yeah. So um, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, kick it off by calling out the email that I got. So the subject says, want to hang on to more hard-earned bunny. This came from Massage Book. And so I was intrigued. I said, huh, what does yeah. this mean for my clients? Right? Because I have a lot of clients that use this. So credit card processing fees, um, they're, they've now enabled in their platform the ability to pass that on to your customer. I want to preface this whole thing by saying that's a cost of doing business and um, your pricing should already have that absorbed. Yes. So if you're pricing, if you're looking at what you collect, you know, Stripe or Square or whatever, once you see your return on that and you're like, oh, darn these credit card fees, um, your pricing is probably not right. So there are yeah. other things to do uh, to make it where this is not an issue, but we, we can go all the way back to when gas stations switched from keeping the same price for cash and credit card to when that started changing. So it's it's been around for a very long time where credit cards were an expensive piece of your business. Well, and I, like, I've been in the business for seven years, okay? And throughout those seven years, the way society pays for things has changed. Like nobody... Barely anybody that I know carries cash anymore. So this used to be a way, like, let's say pre-COVID, okay, that you would get more money because you would deter people from using their credit card and instead take cash or check. 
totally fine, but that's not what we're in. Like you're going to end up making it more difficult for them to choose you if you're not allowing them to use the most convenient method. So the whole convenience, it doesn't make sense to me the way it's coming across. Like it just, in my mind, it's not, it doesn't click as this will help me retain more clients. And ultimately, that's the goal is to retain the clients. So uh, I'm going to break down a few of the bullet points. Um, Sashbook sent out stuff and I looked at their FAQ and I've done some research. Um, This is only for gift cards and online booking. So it's not, there is no convenience, ability to charge a convenience fee for memberships. Um, This is only for the US, so Canadian users cannot do this. Um, So you said not for memberships, but then does that also apply if they're paying per session? They book online. And they're themselves. paying as an individual service. So they're booking just an individual service. It can be enabled for that service, but it cannot be enabled for membership payments. Okay. I'm just curious so not- as like with my setup, it's they pay 25% upfront. That's their like hold fee. And then when they come into the office, some of them still have that balance left to pay. I'm wondering if that in-house checkout screen also has it. Okay, so there's the other part. In person, cannot charge it. It's okay. only for online. Yep. So okay. great, great point. Um, so in that case, your membership, however you break it down, 100% online, 50-50, 25-75, there is no convenience fee that you can automatically enable at that point. Right. Doesn't mean you can't, through you know whatever platform you use, add a dollar amount, but it's a manual process at that point. Um, it's a static amount. It is not percentage based. So there will be a break even point. It's right about a hundred bucks. Um, the way that break even point works is the amount is three dollars and eighty five cents. Eighty five cents goes to massage book. Three dollars goes to you to recoup that fee. Most credit card processors, Stripe, Square, even PayPal, for online for non swiped charge a 2.9% plus 30 cents. So 2.9% of $100 is $2.90 plus 30 cents is $3.20, right? So that's right right about your break-even point, just under a hundred bucks. So if your one-hour session is a hundred dollars, you've lost a few pennies. So you've recouped most of it, uh, but you've lost a few pennies, but your break-even point to where it's totally offsetting it is just under $100. But if you're in the realm of charging $175 for a 60-minute session, because uh, you know you, that's just where you are, um, you're not going to recoup all of it, but it will offset a substantial part of it. Yeah, so it's, I mean, essentially, like, the higher the price, the more the fee. And I know what's happening. People are looking at their fees at the end of the year when they're doing their taxes and being like, oh, my gosh, that's... in fees or whatever it is. That's just the cost of doing business. Like unless you want to figure out how to run your own credit card processing company, like that's just that that's the cost of doing the business. And you said that it's a static amount. Like you can't set it as like, well, I know that I'm feed a total of 7.6% between all the platforms. So you can't do a percentage. It has to be flat. So that means for higher paying like you're either going to price it at the lowest paying fee or the highest charge fee and either way it's not going to be enough you do it at the lowest then people that are coming in for 90s and two hours 
you're not recouping all of that convenience fee. You're making a dent, but you're not recouping all of it. And if you do it the other way and charge the max, then those who are actually, they're paying more of a convenience fee than if you would actually just factor in the convenience fee. Yeah, and that you know that brings me to the next point, which is that the fees are tax deductible already. Yes. So credit card fees are not tax deductible for individuals, and a scenario of that I'll go over in a second. Uh, not deductible for individuals, but are deductible for businesses. So businesses can de can deduct um, all credit card fees as well as finance charges, and they're eligible to deduct credit or debit card processing fees associated with paying taxes. But again, individuals are not. So a situation where an individual is if you're 1099 to somebody else, right? but you use your social security number for your tax filing, not a business tax ID or EIN. Right. So you, you, have to be, you have to be cautious on how you classify, or how you get classified, first of all, employee, and then you know contract, but then also um, how you file your taxes. Because there are people who will work for somebody else, maybe three somebody else's part-time and use their social security number, but they're required to handle their own booking. Those fees are not deductible because you've used your social security number and you're considered an individual who's filing yeah. taxes as opposed to a business. So you establish a business, pay the 50 bucks, 25 bucks, whatever it is in your state, um, get yourself a tax ID, and then that entity is who is employed by that 1099, and then you're an employee of your own business, and now you have the benefits for those tax deductions, not just on the fees, but a whole bunch of other stuff. So there are benefits to it. There are things that I think are not great. Um, and as of August 15th this year, 2023, there are 10 states in the U.S., so 20% of the states, that do not allow you to carry that fee over. So the, 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 right. it's prohibited to do credit card surcharges or convenience fees is how it's um, written. So let me ask you a question. Wouldn't it just balance itself out? Like, hypothetically, you don't pass on the convenience fee. Like you just absorb it into the cost of doing business. Okay, well you get the fees that are tax deductible and you are reporting your regular income. Okay, so say you do add on the convenience fee. Well, your convenience fee, we've already discussed that it's static. So some people might be paying more, some people might be paying less, but you're still able to deduct those fees because you're still being charged them, but now you have to report all of that income, which brings your taxable income up. So you're gonna end up paying, again, it might be a difference of pennies, but you're gonna end up paying more because in general taxes because your income went up. Yes. And I realize that's not a focus point. Like I'm not saying don't make more money because you're going to be paying higher taxes. But this is the stuff that needs to be broken down when you have something like that splashed across your screen. Like, oh, here, add on the convenience fee for your clients so that you're not losing money. These are all the bullet points that we've talked about that you have to think about when you're making that choice. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, anybody who jumps into our partnership program, the way we're going to teach you how to structure your business is to create a profit margin to where these types of things don't hurt you, but they work to your advantage. Right. I'll give you an, ex I'll give you an example of that. 
items that are listed as tax deductible, which we have somewhere, we have a really cool worksheet on that. Um, items that are considered tax deductible means that your business, uh, let's say, hypothetically, your business says it earns $100,000 in sales, but your costs are at 80,000, What you actually report is 20, right? And so because you have a whole bunch of expenses that are not tax deductible, which means you don't pay taxes on that amount. Doesn't mean you don't pay for it. Doesn't mean that you get the completely just like not have, it, it just simply means that's not recorded as taxable income. Right. So it is possible hypothetically for a business to operate at a loss. It's not a good thing, but it can operate as a loss, even if it's still made money. And the way we help you structure your business and the advice that I give is set yourself up so that your profit margin is large enough that those costs of doing business things like credit card processing fees that are already tax deductible work to your advantage rather than work against you. I used to, when I would get my Stripe you know, notifications, a client just paid their bill. I, I, norm, I used to have this mindset of, man, I charged them a hundred, but I'm only collecting 93 or whatever the number is. Right. And I felt right. robbed mm -hmm. and I don't have that anymore because I changed my mindset to, but I've grown my business so much that that is just the cost of doing business. And I make up for it by retaining that client for five years, rather than putting a bad taste in their mouth that I'm charging them an extra fee doesn't matter the amount. It's the act of charging them that fee. Um, you know, and if you have, you know, a hundred massage therapists in a 30 mile range and only two are doing it, they've got options, right? If yeah. you're the only game in town, okay, do what you want to do. But if you have competition, do not alienate your existing clients or your prospective clients. Because as much as you feel like they're loyal, they can go anywhere. So right. Because there's no in that position. There's no way that I can suggest to someone on how to communicate that if a client asks them for like basically like a pricing breakdown. Like I haven't had any clients ask me about that, but some clients can get pretty curious. And we I like to be transparent so that they know everything, like not everything, but they know what their money is paying for. Upgraded lubricant that's safer, more effective, more readily available, all that kind of stuff. I could not think of a nice, clear way to explain that without it coming across as I don't want to handle like I don't want to be responsible for this cost as a business. Every single one of my clients would be like, but you own a business like that's the that's the cost of doing business. And I like that you brought up um, August 15th, 2023, the states that are not, that yeah, currently- Yeah, let me run through those real quick. Yeah. So we got California, Colorado, Connecticut, Florida, Kansas, Maine, Massachusetts, New York, Oklahoma, and Texas. So that's what it was as of August. I don't know if anything's changed since then, um, but those are the 10 states that say, no, you it's prohibited. You can't do that. That's not the- my opinion it's not the right thing to do i don't know what their reason it's not is. professional it's not professional at all i don't i don't think it is i mean you'll you'll see memes on the internet of talking you know you'll see a restaurant and they've got like five different line items that are um <laughs> you know add-on fees like you know oh yeah alcohol fee, fee bar tax fee yeah, server I, but, fees, service but that's fee. the reality right why right. would you pass that on to just make your prices absorb that and reflect it and know your value and that starts with understanding your numbers i actually have 
a client going through something um, similar right now. We were just on the phone yesterday and she said, um, my, my 60s, I raised my price at the beginning of the year like we did it. I didn't lose anybody. We killed it. She went up $25, I think. But she didn't do her 90s or her two hours and she didn't do her 30 minute. And I said, okay, forget about the 30 minute for right now. Of the people you see over the last six months, what percentage of them are 90s or 120s? I'm sorry, yeah, 90s or 120s. And she said, the majority, I'm at 85%, 90 and 20. And I said, how much do you want to raise your price by? She said, 10, 10 bucks. I don't want to, it doesn't have to be bonkers, but it needs to right. make sense. And she's keeping her membership where it's kind of like the legacy pricing. So if they switch to a membership, they get to keep their pricing, right? So that's the goal is move her clients who have been seeing her month after month, week after right. week over to a membership because it's everybody wins with a membership and we're going through this but we had a conversation i said okay what's your profit margin she do it she knew exactly how much she needed uh to raise in order to justify with her business and with her personal expenses and it was more of a recoup of what she's invested into her business and made it that much better than it was i need more money it was about right. i've I've developed my business around my clients mm -hmm. and I haven't raised my rates on that in several years. It's time. And so yeah. we created a plan and rolled it out. And again, it was from a mindset of not, I'm not making enough money. It was, I bring a lot of value and I work hard for my clients. Um, this is a new price point we need to be at. And we put together a plan on how to roll that out. And I, she's executing it uh, this week. So I'm pretty sure she's going to have some success with that. I don't think she's going to have any fall off. And I think she will have people convert over to membership. But the point of that is she understands her numbers so deeply that it was a business decision, not a I'm not making enough money decision. Yeah. And when you make I know we're like out of time, but when you're making it based off of like your business decision, like you're literally looking at facts and statistics and you're saying this is what makes sense and this is what's going to work for it, making that decision to increase your rates and having that backup totally changes your mindset as opposed to just saying, I think I need to raise my rates because my money is not being spread as far as it normally was. So I'm going to raise them 10 bucks and then feel guilty about doing that. That's how that happens. You raise them and somebody says, oh, well, I don't know if I can afford that. And you're like, okay, well, I'll keep you. You can, you can stay there because you're too terrified to lose them as a client because you're making it, you're not making that decision based on facts that are at your tip of your hands. You're making that based on a general thought and assumption. And who knows, like when you raise them $10, yeah, that's going to be more money, but is it enough to cover the difference of what you need? Oh, I could go on for hours. Numbers, know okay. your numbers, Bef numbers, numbers. Yeah, before you before we, you roll out roll us out of here, I have one thing to mention. So a couple of weeks ago, we did our 150th anniversary, yeah. and we rolled out a pretty killer special that's going through the end of the year. So, mm -hmm. um, our champion your practice four week challenge, which gets your retention rate to 80 percent or higher, is currently not only on sale but bundled with a uh, a four pack of additional resources that are just awesome. It's got your yeah, the time management. Got your time management. It has your tax. Does it have your tax deductibles? Tax deductions, time management, your buyer persona, and there is one more other one in there, but I can't remember yeah. what it is. So four bonuses, and right now it's sixty percent off. So 
um, you can go to massagecoreacademy.com slash retain 150, 150 for 150th episode and get that for 60% off plus those, addition, uh, those additional bonuses. So um, jump on that. That's good through the end of the year. Uh, it expires December 31st at midnight. Yeah. I love that you, th I love that we have that. That's such a good challenge. I remember when that came, when you first launched that epic, epic doesn't exist. No, and it's one of those things like, you know, trust the process and you'll get mm -hmm. there. And it's it's deep. There's things in there where you're like, holy cow, this is not what I learned. This is not what yeah, I thought. Yeah, no, was at all. Be. Nobody taught me this. But that's that's kind of the idea. I'm, I'm Right now we edit, um, to my company, we edit SEO, advanced SEO services, which is content creation so that you get found on Google organically. A okay. lot of people just jump to the paid side. But as I've gone into that, I mean, I don't consider myself a top-notch elite SEO person, but I'm pretty darn good. Like I can yeah. get people ranking top five pretty quickly. Um, but there was learning I had to do and there was shifting I had to do as I've been going through my certifications to, um, you know, be in a, an elite SEO uh, provider um, and certified. And, um, you know, there was things I had to change. So I'm always looking to learn and grow. And it's nice when things kind of knock on your door and they're like hey what you thought you knew that's not that's not the world right now there's some things that are a little bit different and that's what this challenge is all about it's a shift in your mindset across four weeks that will result in 80 percent or higher retention rate so jump on that massagecoreacademy.com slash retain 150 150 uh, and get 60 percent off our champion your practice challenge nice yeah woot woot I like this. I think this is the first time ever we have done like a in-between podcast episodes special news break. Yeah. Fun. I, I mean, it had to be talked about. Had to be talked about. Absolutely. So stay tuned for your regularly scheduled programming on Wednesdays and join us next time for our podcast. Cheers. See ya. to the next level.